The live opinions, descriptions, and accounts expressed on the Best of Times Radio Hour are those of the hosts and the guests of this show, and not necessarily those of Town Square Media or this station. Consult with your attorney, accountant, or other professional for final advice in making your decision. The Best of Times, live from 710 Keel Studios in Shreveport, Louisiana. Celebrating age and maturity. Helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be. The best of times. Your host, Gary Coligas. Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Coligas, the publisher of The Best of Times, the only magazine for mature adults in Northwest Louisiana. Thank you for tuning into our show today and also thanking those who might be listening via the Internet at www.710keel.com and also thanking those who might be listening via the Radio Pup application on their Apple and Android devices. In just a few minutes, we're going to talk about how to stop smoking and why should you do that right now. It's not too late. So stay tuned to the show for some very important information for you or your loved ones. It is Saturday, March the 25th, and we're broadcasting our radio show today from the studios of News Radio 710 Keel, a town square media station here in Shreveport, Louisiana. However, today's show has been pre-recorded, so we will be unable to accept call-in questions and comments from our loyal radio listeners. Be sure to pick up the March issue, The Best of Times, at some of our 522 distribution locations. Our April issue will come out on April the 1st. We Thank you for the many compliments about our magazine. We do appreciate hearing from you. If you're always unable to find a copy, remember, you can visit our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to view current and past issues of our magazine. Also, our 2017 Silver Pages Senior Resource Directory is is available at some, I emphasize the word some, of our 522 distribution locations. There is major updates and changes to this, our popular uh, resource directory. Um, I've had many, many calls that say some of these locations do not have copies of Silver Pages. There are some copies available at the Cattle Council on Aging's offices as well as the Bossier Council on Aging Offices. So if you're unable to find one, please drop by and visit. You can pick up a free copy of the 2017 Silver Pages. Today, the first inaugural crawfish at Betty Virginia Park will take place from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. at Betty Virginia Park in Shreveport. Of course, there will be free admission, crawfish boiled on-site, uh, for sale with along with beer, burgers, sodas, and concession. Live music will take place throughout the day until 7 p.m. So join out, join us out there at the Crawfish at uh, Festival at Betty Virginia Park today. AARP defensive driving classes are now available in northwest Louisiana. If you are 55 years of age or older and wish to enroll or renew your AARP defensive driving certification, the Bossier Council on Aging will host a few classes during certain dates in 2017. The upcoming dates are April the 19th, May the 17th, and June the 21st. Of course, they're located, will be, the classes will be given at the Bossier Council on Aging Office, located in Bossier City. Classes are limited to 25 people per class. So you must RSVP by calling 741-8302, that's 741-8302, to make your reservations to attend the class. Walk-ins are not accepted due to space limitations 
designs and printed materials that have to be made before you arrive. Make plans to attend the Senior Health and Fitness Fair that will take place on Wednesday, March the 29th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Riverview Hall Convention Center located in downtown Shreveport. Free admission for persons of all ages, of course, free parking. We'll have opening ceremonies. We will have free copies of the 2017 Silver Pages Senior Research Directory. There's going to be a lot of fun, entertainment, obtain many health care screenings from several exhibitors. Uh, you will also be able to get information about health care and other topics. From right now, we have over 70 exhibitors that will be participating in this upcoming Senior Health and Fitness Fair. Of course, you will be eligible to win some of our fabulous door prizes and, of course, the many giveaway items there. And enjoy, and you'll be able to participate in much of the entertainment and fun that will go on from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. this Wednesday, March the 29th at Riverview Hall Convention Center in downtown Shreveport. The Stage Center will present the wonderful musical Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat that will be at Emmett Hook Center beginning on March the 23rd through April the 1st. For more information, do call 218-9978. That's 218-9978. Remember to log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com for a listing of announcements made during today's radio show, as well as information about upcoming events, activities, and news that that you can use. We'll be right back with more information, but now we're from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenant Country F Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the best of times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, probably presented by A Bear, Sunny Country F Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep deal. I'm Gary Coligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is Mr. Jared Mitchell, who is Willis Knighton's Tobacco Treatment Clinic Coordinator. And I also found out he's also the coordinator of the Outpatient Cardiac Rehab Program. So thank you, Jared, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Well, I want to tell you and my listeners before we start chatting about quit smoking, I'm a big proponent of not smoking. Even though though I'm 67, my parents, both my parents, and my aunts and uncles, I think in every relative was a heavy chain smoker. People always wondered, how in the world, Gary, did you avoid not smoking, especially when your parents offered it to you? They did. When I was in high school and in college, they would invite my friends over to join in smoking and, wow. and was like... Why aren't you joining with us? I don't enjoy smoking. I tried it once, and I might kill myself, and I never thought I would ever do it again. I was like gagging uh, at 17 years old. I said, I'd never do this again. Yeah, aren't you glad you did? But but some people said it's genetic, it's peer pressure. You know, you you should have joined in with the crowd. Well, I mean, I was probably a quasi-outcast, not smoking back in the, in the high school and college days, and I'm sure that was some of the peer pressure. Everybody was joining in, right? Right. Yeah, that's what happens early on. I mean, and we really didn't know the health effects of smoking we did. back then, and it was very acceptable. It was the end thing. It was the cool thing. And uh, But yeah, like you, most people's first experience with smoking is not a pleasant one. 
And so they just kind of fight through it, fight through those first few episodes of smoking until it's tolerated to them. And then there is your addiction. It, it, it falls in place then. And then little do they know, it's, it's, it's hard to break away from that, hard to break away from that down the road. Well, I don't want to talk about, a lot about history, but I, you, you're, you're probably young. But I remember my parents collecting these little coupons from the cigarette cartons, camels or whatever, and would collect them and get, like, prizes and stuff. And it was uh, like a, they were addicted to that and so many cartons they could buy to get uh, those little, on every pack. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that was another impetus of, you know, we would get more packages to trade them in for I don't know what they traded him. They were, I don't think they were like Esselage green stamps, but you you would collect these little things to get certain items from the kind of like a prize in a cereal box. A prize <laughs> in a cereal box. So Jared, how did you get involved in the, in the tobacco treatment plant uh, well, I, program? I, did, I definitely have a passion for uh, fitness, wellness, heart health, and uh, definitely for heart patients. Uh, one of one of the big things, big factors in heart disease is is the effects of smoking. And and so there was a real need uh, in that in that area. Uh, if I want to help people uh, in their heart health, I need to help them kind of get rid of uh, the smoking use. And so um, so that's where I kind of I kind of developed the passion in that area. And so so I had some experience in that regards. And then and then we developed it from there and developed a tobacco treatment clinic program that not only served heart patients. For, but for other patients as well. So where is it located? Which which one of the Willis Knight facilities has this? We have some convenient locations at, at the Willis Knight North, Willis Knight Pyramide, Willis Knight Bozier, and Willis Knight South. So we're, we're at those four locations. So people come there to learn or to, to, to go through your courses. We're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about it in detail. Mm-hmm. So so what is this program modeled after? Well, we... We kind of we said, hey, if we, if we want to do this, we want to do it right. We want to do it first class. We want to learn from the best. Yes. And uh, we felt like the uh, Mayo Clinic offered oh, yes. some, some real great uh, tools, real great um, insight and education for us. They have some of the people from all over the world come to them to help them stop smoking. And they're very much research-based. And so we like that a whole lot. And so that's what we have our tobacco treatment counselors Get trained in that regards. I was trained in that regards. Uh, and went up there to Rochester, Minnesota. Great, uh, great week there. Learned a lot. I could tell they run things first class, and, and that's what we want to model our program after. Well, I've actually been to their location there myself back in the mini. That was a long time ago. So uh, they're very brilliant and smart, and they're, they're the state the state of the art. That's good, not having to reinvent the wheel, right? Right. And yeah. it works. Right. And yeah, so it works. You have to reinvent the wheel, and, and and you can utilize that particular technique and program. Exactly. They're so, up to date, and, 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 you know, that's what we want. We want the best practices in order for the best odds for our patients to to quit. So I know our listeners out there are saying, well, Gary, he hasn't said, so we need to ask him this. So what's the success? I mean, if somebody enters this program young, old, or indifferent, is it, uh, what's, the, what's the success? Well, let's, let's, let's talk about elderly, mature people that have smoked all their life, and now they want to go visit you, Jared, and your staff. To I want to quit today. So right. what's going to be the success for an elderly person, well, well, a mature person? It's important to, to remember what the success rate is for someone trying to do it on their own. And the, that success rate for someone trying to do it on their own is about 3 to 5%. That's all? That's it. And so remember that stat. 
now when they come to our program, what we've done this past year, in which it may be a little uptick because I've seen a lot of people quit after the first year as well, but for our previous year, we had about a 35% quit rate. And so I think that's very special. You compare that to the 3 to 5% of someone trying to do it on their own, I think that's big. I think that's big. That is big. Wow. 3% to 30%. Right. So it, is it easier for a young person? I'm, I'm thinking my listeners out there may have grandchildren, uh, great-grandchildren that are smoking of, that are of age. Is it easier for the young person to quit? I th- That's very much a possibility. Um, When you smoke, you practice something, it becomes more of a habit. And if you're older, yeah, you've practiced that thousands of times. You have memories of smoking in certain situations and certain times. And so for someone younger, they may not have as many memories. On the flip side, sometimes when we're older, we are now faced with some health issues that may be motivating, uh, may be motivators to, to quit smoking, whereas someone younger may think they're invincible and, no. and don't, don't have that quite motivation that someone older may be looking at it at this point in time. So it kind of maybe go both ways. Well, I've had a few doctors on the show, and, and one thing we tried to emphasize on the program was, uh, and I think the doctor said about ten times, and I'm hopefully it's going to get out there today, it's not too late to quit. Oh, it's never too late. I, I've had, I mean, just the past few months, I've had some that have, have smoked 40 to 50 years, and they're done with it. They're done. And so that, that's, that's super exciting to be a that part of. That is exciting. Wow. So there's, it's not too late. And, uh, and, it, and we're going to talk about some of the benefits in a minute. But So if, I, if a listener's out there saying, well, Gary, I'm going to go. I've decided based upon this conversation you've had with Jared today, I'm going to go quit. So what do they need to do? Uh, call, call our tobacco treatment clinic. That number is 212-4402. That's 212-4402. That's the first step. And we can take it from there um, and and get you enrolled in in our program. And let me tell you, a lot of people haven't envisioned what a program like that is. Are they going to be uncomfortable? It's a super comfortable environment. It's a low-pressure situation. We're just going to provide the tools for you. If that's a goal of yours to quit smoking, and we're going to make it comfortable in a low-pressure situation where, where we feel like you'll have success. So is there a cost involved? i tell you what. This past, Louisiana has something great, which our patients that are enrolled, they rarely have to spend anything because there's something out there called the Smoking Cessation Trust. That's a settlement between the tobacco companies in the state of Louisiana, which if you started smoking before September 1st, 1988, and, uh, and then and then arrest in Louisiana, that covers your cost for attending our clinic, covers your cost for any medications that would be cheap. Even medications. Mm-hmm. That would be needed for stopping smoking. And some of those nicotine replacement medications, they can get kind of expensive. And that's sometimes that's a barrier for people even trying to quit. So the, the factor is before 1988. Before September 1st, 1988, uh, that's just some criteria that they that they had to put in place, and then uh, and then arrest Louisiana. That's it. No catch to it at all. I, I mean, super great program. And how often? How is it like? You come in once a week, once a month. 
Right. That's we we like to have you have one come in once a week. We kind of have six major topics that we like to cover. So it's definitely a at least a six week program. And then a lot of people like to come there after just for accountability, kind of a support group atmosphere. That's not exactly required, but a lot of a lot of people find that beneficial to keep on coming uh, for a maintenance phase. So what has surprised you in this tobacco treatment of patients? What, what's been the most surprising revelation? Well, you know. Early on, I was I was worried about sometimes the receptiveness, the uh, willingness of someone to want to quit, and and sometimes we we visit people in the hospital, and so that's sometimes a uh, you know a situation where you're not sure how they're going to respond, and I tell you what, a lot of people are ready and willing. They're 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 almost desperate. They they want to stop smoking. They just kind of don't know how. Don't know how to get there. And, uh, and I've been very pleased to, to hear people say, yes, I want to quit. Help me get there. And let's talk a little bit about why, other reasons why they should consider stop smoking. And one one thing I just recently uh, was at the Vice Wilder people, and they had a, uh, a health fair for screening, and one it was for lung cancer. And and they were, we were I asked them the question, so if somebody's diagnosed with lung cancer, early stages, whatever stages, shouldn't they quit smoking? Oh, oh, oh yes. Oh, yes. But uh, some don't. And some feel like it's too late. I've already got it. It's not going to help me to get, but according to doctors on the show, it does have benefit. Oh, yes. Uh, we provide uh, a list uh, of the benefits of, of stopping smoking to our participants, and and half of the benefits on that list, benefits occur within the first week of quitting. Well, first week? First week. So half What the an benefits. impact. Yeah. And so, I didn't know it was that quick. Okay, wow. Yeah. And so a lot of, some of these benefits occur real quick, and so that's... That's motivating because if you're thinking that, well, it's going to take, you know, 10 years to get any benefits, it's not too motivating. So so uh, I try to encourage people, there's some things that's going to happen real quick that you're going to notice that that, that is very motivating. And, and also, I, I think... The people that may live in the New York area probably have the most interesting financial impact once they quit smoking because the taxes are involved. I don't think our taxes are that high, but in some states, I was looking at some report, it's astronomical per pack. That's how people can afford it. I, you know, it just shows how kind of addicting it is, but I tell you what, yeah, a lot of... A lot of participants in our program will, will tell us how much it costs back when they were 15, you know, 20 oh, yeah. years old. and uh, 15 cents a pack or whatever it was. It was so trivial. Right, exactly. And it's so much different now. And, and, uh, and boy, when you calculate and over the course of a year, I mean, we, I did that with one guy the other day, and he said, well, this will save me about 2800 to $3,000 a year. I'm like, whoa, that's, that's, that should be uh, big for you. So, Jared, it's it's difficult to stop smoking. So what are some of the negatives that people tell you that they can't do this? I mean, what, what are some of the negatives that the men and women tell you? Uh, there's uh, probably the most common thing is, oh, when I get stressed and anxious. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's my go-to. I don't know what I'd do without it if I didn't have that when I get uh, you know, a stressful situation, and um, so so that's a hurdle. That's that's a mindset that that we uh, I try to get them to overcome. There's a lot of data, and 
and not only just data or research, but from what participants are telling me, is that, you know, after you get past that first, uh, you know, three or four weeks, I've asked some of our participants, all right, now, how's your stress level now compared to when you were smoking? And what was the answer? And this one lady said, well, it's much better than that first week after quitting because, you know, (laughs) that, that, that is a little adjustment period. I said, back it up. When you were smoking, because you said smoking helped out with stress. How is it compared to when you're smoking? And um, she said, it's it's much better. Whoa. And all the reasons, that's a, that's a big mindset, mind shift for a lot of people. Hard to realize, for smokers to realize. But overall, all the data, all the research is showing, and my experience as well with participants, is that in the long run, if reducing stress is your goal. Quitting smoking is one of the best things you do to reduce stress and anxiety. Because if you really deep down think about it, you don't, you don't smoke. Sometimes you don't smoke to relieve that stress. You smoke to relieve that next urge or the, the urge of smoking. So it's kind of like a vicious circle in a way. Hmm. Okay, let me tell you one negative that was told by me by a young uh, lady that she said she could not quit because she tried the self. You were talking about the 3%. Mm-hmm. She was one of those that tried it for a while and she kept gaining weight. She says the cigarettes must have curtailed my appetite. Also, tells me to be thin. Right. And, and much thinner. After I quit for the week or two weeks, she says I started gaining weight and I couldn't get off the weight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's a, that's a big concern, and that's a and she's right. Cigarettes do suppress the appetite, so your appetite does increase a little bit afterwards. But it's not an automatic. Not everyone does gain weight, and so I don't want that to be a, a hurdle for someone to try to try to quit. Um, so you do have like a. You know, uh, maybe a, a hand, you, you're going to be craving something in your hands, something touching your mouth, so that may lend something to food. And so we do encourage people to try low-calorie uh, low calorie foods and, and uh, snacks. And also one of the best things to help out on, on the, you know, kind of reducing smoking is exercise. And Very when, good. When you, when you get that going, you throw that in the mix, that should burn calories, whatever extra you may be intaking. We we plan for things to just balance out to where you don't gain weight, and that could be a stress relief too. Exercising on their treadmill or doing their weight, going to the gym or at home. Exactly, exactly. Exercise. That's one of the Mayo at the Mayo Clinic. They said, "What's one of the things that, as far as brain chemistry, that's great in helping one stop smoking? It's exercise." We'll be right back with more information. But now, a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio so possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenant Country S Report, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, proudly presented by A Bears, Tending Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, and Jeep dealer. I'm Gary Kaligas. I do thank you for listening to our show today. Joining me on my show is Mr. Jared Mitchell, who is Willis Knighton's Tobacco Treatment Clinic Coordinator, and he's discussing how and why to quit smoking. Thank you, Jared, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. Thank you. While it's been quite educational so far, we hope that we will gain at least many listeners out there to consider 
stop smoking and coming to visit you. And we're going to mention the phone number to call for more information is 212-4402. That's right, 212-4402. And if you were, uh, and the cost of this program is almost nil to nothing. Right. That's our goal to have everyone uh, kind of be involved in a program called the Smoking Cessation Trust. That's uh, that's, uh, kind of like a benefit card that will help one kind of gain access to free medication to help one stop smoking, free nicotine replacement products, also covers costs to come to us. And uh, that's that's a huge benefit. Yes. So I've noticed in my travels throughout the United States and the world, and you can correct me, is it my observation that more and more people are smoking? Even though with all these advertising campaigns, I mean, you know, you don't see them in my magazine or on my radio show, uh, but I see billboards everywhere. I see them on major network television. I see all these campaigns, but for some reason, I think these tobacco industries figure out it's more awareness. Oh, maybe I do want to smoke. And and they see people, of course, in the movies smoking either fake cigarettes or real cigarettes. I don't know if they're real or not. It, it's still, it, to me, it seems like it's increasing. It's it, it, it's it's still out there. Uh, it's it's a it's a it's a big deal. Um, I think it's the stats show either one in four or one, one, in, one in five people smoke still smoke. Um, uh, for those listening in the car right now, if you're at an intersection, just look off to your left or right, and you're going to see uh, see a lot of cigarette butts out and there. And that's so embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, I, I wrote about that in the, an article that I wrote in the Report Times that I was downtown walking, just the downtown visiting some people, and I've noticed so many thousands. Of just, why couldn't people put those butts inside their car rather than toss them out the window and they accumulate on our beautiful, high, uh, beautiful roadways? Right, you know? right. Very, very hard to pick those up. Uh, you know, and so, uh, so yeah, that'd be great if if we didn't have that out there. So, so, the, uh, so we're saying about twenty five percent of still the whole world smokes or attempted smoking. About that, right? Yeah, it's that's somewhere, a lot. Somewhere between that twenty to twenty five percent there, and uh, so that's a that, that's a big problem. Uh, again, smoking affects you know. Uh, I think the lungs and heart gets uh, gets the big. Uh, uh, you know, effects from it, but really affects all organs of the body. All organs of the body are affected. They, they, what was interesting, you, you can just Google this or whatever, but you can you can put twins, smokers yep. versus the non-smokers, or, yep. you know, key that in, and it shows twins. One was a smoker and one was not. Yep. They got dev- several different pictures of those, and boy, it's real evident on the skin. Skin's a the major organ of our... And so that's one the, way to look. The difference of those two twins, right? The smoking and not smoking. Big difference. Big difference. Big difference. So. so, what types of medications? You, I, I, we, we see advertisements. There must be, you know, ten or fifteen different medications that help people. So, does does your clinic recommend one or more? Or it depends on the person. Um. Medications, the patches, the right. I don't injections, the pills, the chewing gum. I think right. Right. It depends on the person. It depends on um, you know sometimes their preference. Um, sometimes maybe what success they may have had in the past. Utilizing oh. some of it, uh, we take a lot of things into account. A lot, a lot of what we like to do, again, research oriented. Research is pointed to this that. Employing a long-acting medication and a short-acting medication, both together, 
is really beneficial. Um, so well, how do these work? Do, do they provide the person with the nicotine or the fix they need, or they just try to it, it avoids them, makes it taste bird, or how, do, how does it work? All right, nicotine is one of the, is the essential thing that that kind of makes it addicting. Um, so your nicotine patches kind of provide some nicotine in your system. And nicotine gum, nicotine lozenges, they provide those things. And uh, so, so that's a good, you know, we call that clean nicotine. That's what we call it. And it's not as addicting as cigarettes. And it, it's something that's a nice bridge. Not, you're not going to stay on it forever. Nice bridge to help one stop smoking. Um, your other things that maybe are not nicotine oriented are your chantix. Okay. And so, and what does that do? What's the difference there? Chantix will. Well, what makes cigarettes so addicting is it taps into some receptors in our brain, and it hijacks them in a way. And, oh. and when it hijacks those receptors, it sends off feel-good chemicals. So you kind of feel, ah, oh, this is I feel safe. This feels good. It's temporary. It's it's kind of superficial, but still, it provides that effect. What Chantix does is it kind of fills those receptors, kind of makes them not fire as often, so it cuts mm-hmm. your urges, but also it's kind of like a little blockade. Okay. So, so, so those that smoke won't get that effect. I've had many of them say, hey, after going for the Chantix for about seven days, they'll... Uh, the cigarettes will start tasting bad. Okay, that's good. And good. so, so that, that's very good. And I wonder why that is. It's not like the cigarette's composition has changed, <laughs> but it shows how powerful sometimes those chemicals in the brain are that they make and even dictate the taste of things, the taste of cigarettes. And so, so I always look for that sign. I'll say, is the cigarette tasting bad yet? And, uh, and so that's a good sign when that happens because if they're not getting a good effect from cigarettes, they're going to put them down. So, uh, are there other techniques that you help your clients that to to uh, stop smoking? Yes, uh, well, definitely. First and foremost, we try to get the, the right medication regimen. I know I talked about Chantix just then. Uh, you know that may not be the right one for someone. That, that's why it's important to come talk to us to get you on the appropriate one. A lot of success with Chantix. A lot of success with both the patch and gum combination. So great success in both of those. Um, but yeah, it's, it's so that helps solve the addiction aspect. But we got a habit act aspect as well that one needs to overcome. And and so I guess I'll put it this way. One of the central things that we do to help one stop smoking is is during the process of quitting, we we say, hey, we suggest to them, we, if, you, if you happen to smoke, smoke while doing nothing else. Don't attach smoking to some other activity. Hmm. And so, so if one's, we try to tell them, don't smoke while driving. Smoke immediately before or immediately after, but you've got to break that connection. That's going to be helpful in the long run. Same thing with smoking in coffee uh, or, or smoking, talking on the phone, smoking, looking at your phone. We say make take take a little fun out of smoking. And, and so that's a big, big thing that we implement in our program to help people do that. You've got to break that association. You've got to break that habit. That's going to be really helpful in the long run. How is the the support of the other family member that may or may not be smoking? Is that critical? Let's say the husband goes in and wants to quit, but the wife's still smoking when they go home, and he's he's on the challenge on your program, and she's not. Yeah, uh, that's uh, we we we've 
face those challenges, uh, and I've had had some that the spouse is still smoking, and but the the person was successful in quitting, so that that's good. Um, uh, yeah, that that makes it tougher. That makes it tougher, no doubt. And so we try to encourage, you know, again, uh, family members to maybe if they still happen to smoke, to kind of not smoke in the same area. Uh, also, for family members that don't smoke, we want them to uh, we want them to be great, supportive, and encouragement. And not be well, how many you smoke today? How many you do this? <laughs> well, well, we all need encouragement, including smoking and other things as well. Oh, that's what I forgot to ask you. So, do the people that enter your program have to have like a daily log of how many they smoked and how many, how much they smoked a half, a full, a whole pack? I don't mandate it, uh, <laughs> but that is one of the tools. One of the tools that one lady said that that's the thing that helped me stop smoking. And it's just really for their benefit more than mine. Uh, it helps them realize certain patterns, and it takes them off autopilot. If they've got to stop and think about each and every cigarette that they do, they're likely not. They're going to cut down on how many cigarettes they smoke because a lot of times, and, and smokers know this, is they got one in their mouth and they don't even know it because they just did it out of habit and did it out of routine. And they've got one lit, and they didn't even know it and didn't even think about it. Okay, Jared, here's a, here's a naive, stupid question. I may ask the smoker over there. <laughs> What's the difference? There's like 4,000 varieties and kinds of cigarettes. So what do these Philip Morris and whoever makes them now, what do they Put in different cigarettes the difference in them. I mean, what's the difference? Uh, I mean, to me, they all look the same. There's got to be something added to them to make it feel good, taste good, whatever, smoke different. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's like 14,000. I mean, I don't mean, I'm exaggerating. There's so many choices. Do, do you tell a person, why don't you go to a lower brand that maybe has less nicotine and less, aren't there aren't there cigarettes that have more, less this, less right, that, you got, you got less bad that, chemicals? Right. Well, I, w- I wouldn't go far as chemicals, but, uh, you know, you do have some lights out there and different things like that. But, uh, you know, uh, again, I really hone in on my, you know, uh, education and research on the quitting aspect. I just think every cigarette is not good. <laughs> and so, yeah, they're going to have different marketing things, different packages. There are some different tastes like menthol and different things. But, uh any one of them are, are, are not ideal, not good, and so we need. There is some great uh, concept on switching brands, switching something that you don't like. That helps out on cutting the amount okay. of cigarettes you good. smoke. And so, so there is some. Uh, that that's a good point to make. If someone is looking for some things to help quit, switching brands could be a good thing, good tool to help one stop smoking. Good idea. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Geel, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenant Country S Report, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Geel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Coligas. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times. Radio Hour, proudly presented by A-Bears, Sunday Country of Shreveport, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep dealer. Joining me on my show today is Mr. Jared Mitchell, who is Willis Knighton's Tobacco Treatment Clinic Coordinator, and he's discussing with us how and why you should consider quit smoking for 
yourself or your loved one. Is, is Do you found... Thank you, Jared, again, for being part of the Best of Times sure. Radio. I just jumped in here. So uh, do, you, do you feel that some of your clients who have quit smoking are cheerleaders that help go out and spread in the community? I've quit, and they're like poster women and ladies that try to get other members of their church, their 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 group, their congregation to, to quit smoking? Oh, yeah. I, they, they're some of my best referrers. Uh, ah, to the say that. And, and so I've got, yeah, I've got several of them I know I can go to if I need them to do anything as far as promoting the program they they'll do it for me and uh but yeah yeah they 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 bring some of their friends to us and and to help them quit because because yeah yeah every smoker knows somebody else that smokes and at so, least that's 25 percent chance of that right <laughs> exactly exactly so uh so yeah they, they they're they're big cheerleaders for our program because they're super proud they're super and they should be of the of them quitting because they're they're back in control now, and we can talk about the health effects. That, that that's big, but I think the biggest benefit of one stopping smoking is, is is you're back in control now, and and I think that's a big benefit. It is it is a big benefit. No, and, and again, that's testimonials that it, that's working. I mean, I, I'm telling you, I'm sure you get the majority of people just. It's not going to work for me. It might work for Joe, but if they hear it from a lot of different individuals, the Ann, the Bettys, the Joes, and every, they're going to say, "Well, it might work for me. It might, it might be success." And I'm and I'm hoping that this show will emphasize to some of my wonderful loyal radio listeners that they need to also preach this to their younger kids and grandkids that might be starting. That. Right, right, exactly. I and that that that's what I tell some of them as well is is hey. Not only you, this could be a big difference maker for you, obviously, but it could start a domino effect of, of generations not smoking. And because you never know when they reach that age, impressionable age, or where they may try try to smoke, they won't have that memory of you smoking, and that's big. And 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 you're you're the the athletic person I can tell there. You've been through all that. It's advantages of a, of a child, a girl, a boy who wants to excel in athletic to be an athletic person in college or in high school. If they're smoking, it's going to curtail them. Correct? Oh yes. Oh yeah. I mean, it, uh, smoking affects you know again your 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 lung function and also the oxygen level in your blood. That's big. That, that that that's something that uh that is really beneficial in sports and athletics to have as much as that going to your muscles as possible. And if, if, if the smoking's in your system and that's and cigarette even, smoking there. And I tell some of these in, uh, individuals who I know have their grandkids playing football in college that you know hopefully they're not smoking and they oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, I, I see them and, and these yeah. these young men want to aspire to be professional athletes and yeah. professional football players that's going to possibly curtail them right oh yeah oh yeah that uh, it's not they're not going to be able to run fast down the line as a receiver right, right. Or, or exactly. catch that guy as a defender exactly so if, if, if young ones out here listening and, and what Again, you start off younger smoking. You may not think that's you can put it down any time, but that's that's something that it's very hard to put down later on. So, I know a lot of my listeners out there are saying, "Well, Gary, I have quit or I've changed my smoking habits. I have bought the new vaping system, and I'm using that." So, give our listeners a little bit of update about vaping. 
with the with the vaping that that's yeah that's something uh, new coming out uh, not too much research we know about it um, some of the research that we've uh, seen on it not very conclusive on helping one stop smoking could be could be a nice bridge uh, we just don't have good data to support that and we don't know exactly there's not fda regulations on the the liquid that's in there that there's a heating element in that uh you know the thing that that would uh that makes one do the vaping you see the cloud of smoke and uh but but uh you know it's it's not been proven to really help one stop smoking and my concern is it's becoming more popular to where the younger people may get involved in it and that some of the data is showing that those that get involved in it end up smoking cigarettes mm-hmm. as well there. So that, that's my big concern is, is the younger ones getting involved in that and and then developing an addiction to nicotine and then therefore developing good possibility of smoking cigarettes. Okay, well. here's a follow-up question about vaping. So if a gentleman or a lady joins your smoking cessation program mm-hmm. and has been smoking and says, I'm going to do the vaping. Is that a covered element part of your program to, to step down to vaping? No, um, uh, the the benefit program will not cover that. Um, and uh, you know, we're going to focus on proven research things that help one stop smoking. Um, so that'll be their their choice. Uh, you know, if they want to, you know, venture in that direction, uh, if they if they want to utilize that. But we we yeah, it's we don't not buying the Shantrix or you giving them or providing them the the, the script and getting the, the the stop smoking sensation the, the patch the gum right. etc. This uh, is this is not similar. Right? No, not similar. Uh, again, just haven't been proven to on 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 studies to kind of help one stop smoking. But uh, again, for some people, eh, yeah, maybe maybe a, a bridge in between smoking and not. But if I would me, if it was me, I would put my time and effort into something that's proven, uh, such as the the nicotine replacement products and Chantix or Wellbutrin, those type things. That because I want all the odds in my favor. So, what is the uh, average length of time for a person who has to be in the program that they will quit cold turkey? In our in our program, you know, that's you know, I, I don't exactly put pressure on people too much on a certain timetable and so that surprises them sometimes uh but, but with me you don't you don't give them a goal in a year i hope it's not a year but it, oh no we don't want it that long no no <laughs> no most people in our program do finish up uh you, you quit smoking kind of probably within three to four weeks three to four weeks mm-hmm. that's yeah. extremely fast yeah i think that's pretty good but i don't say i don't say here's your quit date Let's get it done by this date. It just happens because of some of the things we implement, uh, some of the habit things, the medications help out so much to where they kind of just say, I think that pack, that's going to be my last pack. I'm not going to buy any more. And so, and they're motivated by the other people in there. I mean, okay, I mean, we group group section. I've got to ask you that. Right. And so, so you know, I can sit here and say, yeah, I help out a lot of people, and 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 I'm glad to be a part of that. But the people in each other in there help out each other so much, and that's a big part of our program as well because you get that you get that support from others going through the same thing that you're going through. 
Well, thank you, Jared, for joining us today here on the Best of Times Radio Hour. If, if individuals want to know more about the Willis Knighton uh, Tobacco Treatment Clinic, they can call 212-4402, or you can visit their website at, w- at uh, yeah, WKHS.com. We're located at our Willis Knighton Health and Fitness Centers, so we're located there. Just a great That's a great one-stop shop for all kinds of things, such as exercise, anything health and wellness. Willis Knight has it at our health and fitness centers, our, our tobacco treatments in there as well. Well, thank you coming today, and I hope that, that 50 or 100 or more people will join and uh, quit smoking in the air to save them and their health, right? Yes, yes, I'd, I'd love to see that, and they would they would be so happy uh, in the long run and uh, uh, getting that control back. That's right. Getting Get that, that control, control back. back, that's what we want for everyone. We'll be right back with more information, but now a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour here on News Radio 710 Keel, proudly presented by A Bears, Tenant Country F Report, your Dodge, Chrysler Ram, and Jeep Dealer. Gary's got more of the Best of Times coming for you on 710 Keel. Now, back to the Best of Times with your host, Gary Kaligas. Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour, here on News Radio 710 Keel. Thank you for listening to our show today. Join us next Saturday for another show that could benefit you or your loved ones. Please do thank our sponsors and advertisers who support our radio show and our magazine, The Best of Times. Don't forget to pick up your personal copy of the latest issue, The Best of Times, in one of our 522 distribution locations. Remember to pick up a copy of our 2017 Silver Pages at one of our distribution locations or at the Cattle Council on Aging or Bozier Council on Aging. May God bless you and your family. God bless America. Have a great day and a great weekend. Hope to see you at the Senior Health and Fitness Expo on Wednesday, March the 29th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. at Riverview Hall in downtown Shreveport. I'm Gary Kaligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Best of Times on 710 Keel. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for The Best of Times. This is News Radio 710 Keel, K E E L, Shreveport Bossier.